Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Liz Pickard on guitar with special guest friend and fiddler Clark Williams. Get Up in the Cool is listener-funded, which means that if you're a listener and you want this show to exist, you gotta fund it. Squarespace and BetterHelp aren't exactly knocking down my door to advertise on this quaint little show, so I really do need you all to make it happen every week. Head on over to the show notes and find the link to patreon.com slash getupinthecool and find a support level that you can sustain. Shout out to Get Up In The Cool's newest supporters over on Patreon, Lori Kogan and the Double Dole String Band, who I got the pleasure of watching in the Neotrad contest at Clifftop. Great job, y'all, and thanks. Last chance to sign up for my D-Tunes Up The Neck online banjo workshop on Sunday, August 20th. You can sign up now at camerondewitt.com slash store, which I linked in the show notes. Hope to see you there. Stick around afterwards to hear how to keep up with this week's guest. But first, here's my interview and jam with Liz Pickard. Enjoy. Welcome to Get Up in the Cool. Thanks. And uh, Clark Williams, thanks for being our special guest fiddler. Pleasure to be here. So that we can have an old-time guitar backup episode, because I ha- I've been doing this show for a long time, and I have greatly neglected old-time guitar, I think, for because sometimes the logistics of grabbing someone else who wants to play fiddle to have you play against, uh, but... Um, Thanks for thanks for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what uh, what did we just play? We played John Henry. Um, 
Yeah, and and Clark is an awesome one of my favorite fiddle players. A very specialized in in round peak tunes and styles. So I thought we could we could rock on that for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. When you play around, let's just get into it. When you play a round peak tune, do you change what you do on the guitar versus when you play other traditions? I don't think so, actually. Really? Yeah, not really. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know that I've ever really thought about that. Um. Yeah, I think I probably try to just do. Yeah, when I play around tunes, I try to just like cop. I you know I I listen to Chester McMillan's playing a okay. lot, and yeah. um I don't you know I don't play like I don't wear finger picks and play exactly like he does, but I sure, try to make he does that. like a thumb pick yeah. with like a yeah a wiggle <laughs> yeah kind of yeah yep. with his index yeah yeah um which sounds cool it's like a little bit more jangly yeah. than than I would play those tunes but um, but maybe you have the you can copy the energy if not yeah. the specific yeah technique. totally yeah. yeah yeah i was i was interviewing uh, a couple and they were playing missouri fiddle tunes mm-hmm. fiddle and banjo mm-hmm. i was playing guitar i'm like a so-so old-time guitarist and i was playing and they stopped me and they're like okay so in missouri it maybe like it maybe sounds like we are we want you to go faster but we don't we need you to stay at this tempo. Huh, okay. And it needs to feel like we're going faster. I was like, oh, because I was like rushing to try to keep up with them, and they're like, don't do that. Yeah. Huh. So, like, do you run into, uh, when you play old time guitar in general, like, do you have a, do you have like a concept of where in the beat you're trying to play? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just stay right on top of the beat. Yeah. As much as I can. Um, there's some, yeah, so now that I think about it, it's more, like, I'll, I'll tailor my playing less so to, like, the regional style and more so to the, the fiddle player that I'm playing with. Yeah. So, like, in Ithaca, um, where I'm from, I play a lot with, um, yeah, like, we have our, kind of, like, our own dialect up there, and, and some people are, play like that and some people don't, um, but, you know, I love, like, my friends Rosie Newton and Steve Seelan, they have a different kind of bowing style, my friend Richie Stearns and like when I play with them I'll do instead of just being like super super square um sometimes I'll do like kind of syncopated rhythm or like purposefully like drop a drop a a beat or something or not drop a beat but you know like miss one on purpose like the hand is still going yeah but you don't touch the strings yeah yeah and it's just um yeah it feels like a little bit more like groovy and I'll try I'll try to like mimic that um but yeah, I, I play I played a little fiddle player that I'm playing with more than more than anything else. When did you start playing old time guitar? Well, I started like a long time ago, um, probably in like 2009, um, and I learned. I didn't really take lessons, but I learned from. Um, I think maybe the first person to ever show me old time guitar was um, Jim Reedy. He used to play with the Chicken Chokers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and he's he's great. So I I'm friends with his kids because um, they're the same age as us. And um, and we used to like I think I lived in his barn one summer, and I was just like, Jim, I want to learn how to play old time guitar. And I just watched him and Did he, you he gave me play some tips. Guitar at the time? Not really. 
Yeah, I mean, like, it, in the way with? that, like, a high schooler plays guitar, you know, did, like, you I can kind of, like... did you like, play Wonder, Wonderwall, or what did you play? I don't even really remember. Yeah. yeah, I don't even remember. It wasn't that cool. Oh, I could play some, like, Neil Young songs. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so he that was probably, like, yeah, around 2009. Yeah. But then, um... I didn't, I didn't take it super seriously, and after that, I had a, a career as a farmer for a really long time, and it was hard for me to, like, go places. Um, what kind of farming did you do? I was an organic field crop and dairy farmer, so I was, like, on track, just, like, driving tractors around in circles and milking cows, like, and nonstop. Was it, like, your own farm or someone else's farm? No, it was someone else's yeah. farm, yeah, I don't... I don't own land, <laughs> unfortunately. It's to yeah, it's pretty expensive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turns out the whole yeah. the whole proposition of, of farming is really expensive. But yeah, I did I did that for like twelve years, and it just it was so hard for me to get out and play tunes with people. And I was kind of in remote places. It would take me like you know an hour to drive somewhere to get to a jam. So I kind of was like really casual about it. And then maybe in like two thousand, I think it was two thousand eighteen, I stopped farming. Thank God. Um, and and um, I had more time. I, like, moved back to town, was, like, bumping into people, and just started. So, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like there's two start. Like, yeah. There's two answers to the question. Kind of a false start. Yeah. But you had an initial interest in playing old-time backup. Yeah, definitely. So, my... I gotta ask more. This is why I have to have more guitarists on the show. My, like, vague impression of when people get into old-time guitar is that... They're they're probably often starting playing guitar in some other tradition that features the guitar like they uh, more prominently. Yeah, totally. And and then they're like, oh, I could play full time backup as yeah. well. Uh, yeah, and because it's like simple or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, and I and I think it's I mean, or that's the that's the impression. The impression. Yeah, of course. Are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but. You specifically went from kind of sort of playing some Neil Young songs yeah. as a teen yeah. to straight to, right. I want to play old-time backup guitar. Why? Yeah. just I was just surrounded by old-time musicians in yeah, Ithaca. Who, who were you around? Um, Other than, I mean, yeah. were you friends with the, like, the Chicken Chokers? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I went to, we, I went to undergrad with um with Rosie Newton and so I knew her okay. from like a long a long time ago um and yeah Ithaca it used to be I I don't know like it's changed a lot um in in the sense that like there used to be more venues there that you could go see old time music like there was this really amazing bar um Felicia's um Atomic Lounge and they would have old time music like every Friday and so you you just like walk by and people would be spilling out onto the street and there was like a loud band and and so it was very like in Ithaca you didn't really have to like play old time music to like know about it. It's like hard for me to imagine. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so there great. were just yeah, yeah there were a few spots like that where yeah. where there was just tunes like regularly and so I was just like about in my life um, and hearing it and, and like really, really, really loved the music yeah. and just wanted to play it. And I had a guitar and I, I was a poor person and, you know, or whatever. I just happened to have one. And, and so that was like the easy choice for that reason. Cause I, yeah. I couldn't really go out and buy another. If you had a instrument. banjo, you would have been like, probably. Yeah. Banjo lessons. Yeah. You had a yeah. guitar. So it was like, I want to 
party with these people. Yeah. I'll play their tunes. Yeah. This is the most practical way to do it. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, and I think... <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> I'm getting catcalled for my recordings. This never happened before. I'm all flustered. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. This is bound to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I clipped out. The, well, the other thing about Ithaca is that there's a really... It's a pretty small town, and there's a, a really high proportion of musicians there. Yeah. And um, the, the old-time scene kind of... Um, kicked off in the in the 70s and 80s with um oh my god i'm gonna forget their name horseflies? no before Highwoods? that yeah the highwood string band yeah thank you thank you thank you and then the horseflies came along and and um and those folks are just still around playing and um and they started the grassroots festival you know tara nevins and jeb Pereer, they have grassroots festival and that that always features a lot of old-time music just like yeah, it's such a small town. The number of like incredible musicians that live there is like pretty overwhelming. So you're like bound to bump into them yeah. and encounter this style of music. That's so lovely. I think for for a lot of people, I've met I've met a lot of people who get into old time music because of some sort of at least initially an allure of differentiation. Hmm. Uh, they're like, oh, I want to get into this like quirky thing that no one understands. Like okay, uh, but it sounds like in Ithaca. That's not. If you get into old time music, it's like it's ever it's in the water. And it, it, yeah, that's my impression, and it could just be that like I, I run in that circle. Sure. But I don't know. I think I think that it's the case that it's just kind of yeah. around. Yeah. Have you been to Ithaca? You've been there. Do you, what, do you have any really sense of that? Way. I don't really know. I, it sounds like it. Though. I mean, yeah. Just the amount of people I know from Ithaca, how much of a presence it has in old time music. I mean, what? It's a pretty small town. Yeah. I thought it was really bigger, just from how many people I know. Right. Right, yeah. yeah. This is right. Let's play another tune, and then I want to like, I want to get into some like technical guitar. Like, how do you approach, you know, what chords do you choose and why and when? And some okay. Of that kind of stuff. Yeah, we can talk about and that. Th- and then you know, you can be like, oh, I don't just, I just sort of feel it out. If that's the answer, that's fine too. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, we'll see. What do you want to play next? Do you have any tunes you want? So far? Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. I'm. Ha- be- the fact that they're playing like round peak eight across the street is kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Just um, maybe June apple. June apples is that an eighteen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's your June apple. Yeah.
Cool. Awesome. <sighs> okay. I have so many questions. Yeah, that's a good tune to talk about chord choices yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, the, fir the first obvious one is in the B part. Yeah. Uh, no seven chord. Right, no seven chord. Yeah, speak on that. It's crunchy. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I like playing five there. It's just crunchy. It sounds cool. It's fun. It's like less predictable. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I mean, like... If I was, um, yeah, like when, when we first started the tune, I was like, I don't know. I was just figuring it out, right? Like I've played that tune so many times and I feel like every time I play it, I want to like try to play it a little bit differently and see how it sounds. I don't have like one perfect way that I play it every single time. I kind of like settle into what feels good at a certain point. Um, I did, yeah, I did notice that at one point uh, you switched from going... Hanging on a tree, and you were playing a five chord. Yeah. And then later... I played a four chord. A four chord. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was going on I don't know. I just kind of wanted to see... I just wanted yeah. to see how it sounded. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was really... I mean, it was really exciting. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting it was, for me, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could just play... I could play it the same way every time if I wanted to, and it would it would be... And it would sound great and solid, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be exciting for... I mean, it would be, right? We'd, we'd have fun. It would be great. But, like, yeah, I just, like, I want to play around with stuff. And, um, yeah, the, like, I like I like sevens uh, a lot. But, like, yeah. sometimes I feel like just not playing that can kind of drive the tune a little bit. Yeah. It's like, yeah. You had, a, you had your reasons for choosing old-time guitar at first that were maybe pragmatic. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm curious how you feel about it now that you've been doing it for a little while. Yeah. And, I, and I'm wondering if there's any element... And no judgment here. If there's like, oh, it's kind of, kind of a power trip to like <laughs> be the old time, old time guitarist. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, because well, I don't know. Really choose yeah. how we feel about those different right. points in the tunes. Yeah, I wouldn't call it like a power trip, but like I do think that it's kind of funny how. Sorry, Clark, but like fiddle, the fiddle player gets like a lot of credit for. <clears throat> driving the tune yeah. or being kind of in charge, but it's actually the guitar player that's in charge. Yeah. We, we're, we're holding the whole thing down and the chord choices that you make change the entire feel of the tune and how you, yeah, just everything about how the guitar is played ch can change the whole scenario. And yeah. I think it's, I think it's like a really, really important instrument that people just don't, not everyone. Right. But like, it's kind of like neglected. In, in the in the way yeah. that I feel like like I feel like it deserves like more credit than it gets. Yeah, it's uh, one of those like it's it's kind of like a a service role. The way that people regard it, uh, or or disregard it. Yeah, but it's like yeah, all of those decisions you were making were like very impactful. Pretty especially, juicy, right? Really juicy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I especially like the moment where we were in the B part and. Um, uh, in the second phrase, da, where that note is going, uh -huh. and like at one point, like you started playing a five chord right on that change because normally, uh -huh. like the fiddle, you know, dictates kind of like a, a, sh a shift in energy, and the guitarist follows it with a chord choice. Uh -huh. But in that moment, for quite a while, you were staying on the one. Yeah, and then you just go over the five real quick. Yeah, and then come back. Why not? <laughs> there is a lot of. There's a lot of crunch. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. People people think that, like, I've heard so many folks, old-time musicians, say that they find old-time guitar boring. I just really don't find it boring at all. 
It's super fun. I think I think those those people are boring. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be a positive show. But yeah. 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 I, I think I heard someone say like, yeah, it's maybe it's Mark Tilianski, who's a fantastic flat picker. And yeah. Player. Mark's awesome. But he he very seldom plays melody uh, in an old time setting. Right. Yeah. And you know when I asked him asked him about that, you know, like why don't you you know play melody more? Do you ever want to? And he's like, oh yeah, if, if you're not having fun playing old time backup guitar, you're not. You're not doing it right. Yeah. Yeah, I think the guitar is really getting... Um, sets the groove. And and that's what's really fun about old-time music is is the groove. Because, like, otherwise we're kind of just playing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, which is also has its own... Right? There's something interesting there, too. You could kind of, like, space out. Um, you know, get kind of meditative about it. But... You do need you do need the groove. It's gotta be there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I think one of the key things about playing old time guitar is that you have to be really assertive, hmm. and like kind of um, yeah, you have to be like in charge. I'm playing playing like you know um, quietly or I mean quiet quiet's not quiet's not really the same thing, but just like um, yeah, you just have to drive the tune, and that that feels like a masculine energy to me. Yeah, and I like it's that it's really fun for me to like think about that and embody that when I'm playing and yeah, and that's kind of like you know I hear like people ask me a lot about like oh what do you you know I'm getting started in old time guitar like what should I do and yeah. that's usually like the and, and, that's and, like the first I'm just like yeah. just be assertive and yeah. and do that and okay I, like embody like a big like a a dude that's just like a big like <laughs> very present yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or not a dude, but just like a... Ma- yeah, that energy, right? Like, because obviously I don't think that dudes are the only people that are masculine. But... Um, of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? So, I mean, when earlier I was asking you, is there an element of a power trip that, oh. that comes to guitar playing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe there is, <laughs> maybe, huh? maybe there is, yeah, in, in the sense that, like, uh, being assertive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Asserting this is the beat, right? This is the harmony this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it feels like it's a little, a little required in my, in my. That's or at least for me, that's how yeah. I play, and that's my personal preference. Oh man, I wonder if this is why I struggle on the old time guitar because sometimes I'm just like, I want, I want to. You don't want to take wanna, up too much. Space. I want to follow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. Or like, or I want to float, and then maybe I just like need to like cowboy up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Do a little switch. <laughs> yeah, that's what it, that's what needs to happen. I need to be more more of an old time switch. <laughs> or just be, you know, do whatever you're comfortable with, of course. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure that your whatever you're comfortable with is gonna that comfort will come across in your playing, anyways. Yeah, that's that's really neat. That um, I think there needs to be more masculine roles that are like maybe perceived as, as like, ser- service roles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, totally. Like you get to, like, be powerful, but uh, you don't have to be, like, the diva. Right. You know? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're like the old time guitar player is like the provider or something. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna for this jam. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, now uh, I'm just getting silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always funny like having these conversations, you know, because like 
you know, they start as deconstruction and then they turn into like reifying these things that I don't like, you know, but like, <laughs> but like in a reclaiming kind of way, right. Absolutely, you know, yeah. cause like, just because like patriarchy exists doesn't mean like masculinity shouldn't uh-huh. e- exist also. Yeah. So I love that. I love that too. Yeah. I want to love that. <laughs> Thanks for, yeah, totally. I appreciate that. Yeah, totally. I just, I wanted to bring that up because it's just something that's been on my mind a lot lately. Yeah. And I've been having a lot of conversations about that. Old time guitar is gender euphoria. Oh yeah. Ooh, it totally is. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> that's a bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> that is a bumper sticker. Yeah. Get up in the cool should do that. Do a bumper sticker. Yeah, old time guitar is. <laughs> okay, great. I'll share the, <laughs> share the profits. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Uh. I like that a lot. Um, you're like the you're the the, the daddy of the. Oh, of the band. <laughs> amazing! Yeah, I want to I want to be the daddy of the band. <laughs> what do you want to play next? What was that first tune you played when we were Sour warming up? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And then and then let's talk capos. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, unless something else comes. Up. Okay. Let's talk capos. Yeah. Yeah, I love that tune.
so yeah, that was that was really fun because like I I often feel like I I often I give into the temptation to to lean into core choices uh, like on the banjo, and it was it was really fun for me to just be like, oh, I should like I should, I should back off and just okay. like, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, first let's talk about capos. Okay. When when and why do you choose to use a capo? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think for a long time I was choosing to use a capo because I was lazy. Uh, <laughs> just like, <laughs> and my hand hurt when I played an A chord. Yeah. I don't know, but but I I go back and forth these days. I feel like I'm 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 more familiar with like the the kinds of ba- the runs that I can play yeah. when I'm playing G shapes. Yeah. Just at this point, and since we're recording this, I want to you know sure, I want to sure. I want to be familiar and and not be like you know feeling like my hands tired or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. That's it. That's well, all. Well, yeah. Let me ask about vo- voicings then. Um, you do the. This G, yeah, I do the uh, so, that G. So this, for, I guess, for the listeners at home, <laughs> you can describe the G. Um, I have I have my pinky and ring finger down on the E and B string, yeah. but both of them, yeah. And then uh, the low strings are with your yeah middle yeah. middle and index. Yeah. Whereas I I see a lot of old time guitarists do this one. Do this one? Yeah, where the the index is hanging out. Waiting, yeah. Waiting for its job. Yeah. So do you do you have a reason that you like that that voicing? Um, I would just say that like I, you know I'm kind of like a folk musician, right? Like I just kind of taught myself how to play these chords. I didn't take lessons, so I never had a teacher being like, "That's not that's not like the correct way." Yeah. Um, but I used to play, you know, without the without the B string okay. fretted, yeah. and then I was in I was playing in a bluegrass band. And, um, you know, they like, they, this is a prettier, it's a prettier sound for them, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's a real treat to, I never hear people use that voicing in old time music, basically. And it's like really, it's, it's really like aggro and like oh, really powerful. Oh, nice. It's, yeah. Cool. That, really? Like, oh, I never. top note is gone. Yeah, I never thought about it that way. Yeah. But yeah, banjo's already like doing that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I just picked it up from bluegrass musicians. Yeah, I don't know. I love it. I don't know. Do do you do you see people play old time guitar? How do you play that chord? I actually, so I used to do big bluegrass G. Big bluegrass mm-hmm. G is big the bluegrass. official name. <laughs> <That's>, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think it's. I mean, you have way more. That that G chord is almost all root and fifth. There's one third note there when you have the. So I guess it's just more of a power chord, more rock and roll. Cool. Yeah, it's fun. It's I, awesome. I never really I thought about it like that. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for like bringing that to my attention. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, hope you, you're, you're, I hope you're okay with being, you know, yeah. under a microscope. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that's what I signed up for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, what else should we play? Should we do something more chordy? Yeah. We can do something yeah, more chordy. Yeah. Have you ever heard that uh, shortened bread with the... E minor. Uh, maybe. I don't know if you're in. I mean, yeah. Weird yeah, let's do it. I'm also just so you know, I'm having like a, I'm having a major six moment. So. <laughs> oh. I don't yeah, know. you can try it out. Um, eight parts, pretty much just short and
That's a good short of bread. Yeah. That might be my favorite that, short I was just going to say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Mama loves short of bread. <laughs> <laughs> that one. But yeah, let's talk about, like, crooked, crookedness. Oh, yeah. 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 How do you... How do you conceive of, like, the form of a tune? Because I feel like tunes are crooked in different ways. Yeah. And you are, like, you have the power to make the, the punctuation marks in, like, the crookedness. Yeah. How, yeah. Do you, how do you go about doing that? I think I just kind of intuit the, the way it is. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, how do I play crooked tunes? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, like, do what feels right, I guess. Um, there's, yeah, so, and sometimes it's kind of weird because, like, tunes might be not technically crooked but have, like, a kind of a weird, like, bowing, like, a weird, like, down bow that makes it feel like there's, like, an extra beat or right. something. Yeah. And so that can be tricky sometimes. And, and when, yeah, when that's the case and I'm not really sure what's going on, I just, like, play an extra... I'll just, like, hang on it, yeah. yeah. And that, that kind of sounds cool, too, until you figure it out. But yeah, I just um, I don't know, just kind of do different things until like something feels good. That's a good method. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's kind of not a method, but yeah. Well, yeah, I appreciate that. Like, your it's like your main job is is that rhythm and that drive, and then you're like, okay, now that this is established you let your right hand go on autopilot and then it's like what do, what do we think what do we think left hand yeah what are we doing? Yeah. yeah totally right yeah, yeah that's kind of how it goes yeah. yeah once I get that established then I'll start doing more cool fun stuff um, you, with my left hand do you feel like you know the tunes like sometimes what do you mean do I feel like I know the tunes like uh, like some old time guitarists really like to specifically just respond and like they all they, they're like I don't want to think about what I've done before I just want it to like I just want to respond and yeah. then some old time guitarists are like I know the tunes I could right. I, I you know can't play them on the guitar but I can or like the melodies but, but I could like sing them you know all you right know? right right and like how do you do you do you land in one of those camps yeah I think I'm the more in the respond camp yeah. But again, it really depends on who I'm playing with and what kind of tunes we're playing and how comfortable I am with with that repertoire. Yeah. But I don't yeah, I don't think I ever like go into a tune being like, "Oh, I know I know this tune." Yeah. yeah I don't think so. Do you even if I do know them? Yeah, do you like listen to source recordings? Are there any guitarists who uh you have a one-sided re- relationship with their playing, you know, that you've that have been influential for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I just started listening to archive recordings like re- like about a year ago, yeah. and before that, I didn't. I wasn't like a student of of like those guitar players, but I've got I've gotten into it more recently. Yeah. Um, and and it's great. It's super fun because um, there's crazy stuff that happens on those recordings. Yeah. Yeah, like like Riley Puckett just playing the wrong chords. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm just like, yeah. wow, that's crazy. That's like sounds crazy. You know, it really like blows the idea of tradition out of the water. Yeah. Which is like great. I don't, you know, I think there's some weird baggage, like some weird baggage with the word traditional uh-huh. that like, you know, it would be fun to unpack, but but anyway, um but yeah, it's like 
yeah, if you go if you go back and listen to that stuff, it's mm-hmm. like you know I've had I've had fiddle players be like, you know I I would be in a jam where maybe there's like a younger like an open jam kind of thing like at a bar or something like that and like a, a like a less experienced guitar player would come and and then after the tune they'd be like was I playing that right um, were you playing a four there and I had like I had a fiddle player you know one time be like that you were playing the correct chords. And I was like, well, <laughs> there aren't really any correct chords, you know, like, I don't even care. I don't even really care about chords. Like, that's not even the most important part of old time guitar playing to me. So, um, but yeah, anyway, so, so let me circle back to your question. Um, guitar, like guitar players that I like really dig. I'm, I'm super into Gene Mead right now. Hmm, I didn't um, know this, this one. Yeah, Gene Mead was Clark Kessinger's guitar okay. player. Yes. And he's sick. I mean, I, I play nothing like him in other than like, you know, I focus on like a, like the drive, like he's, he's super driving and, and, and his playing is like right there with the fiddle, you know, it's, it's like they're, um, no one's backing the other one up, um, on those recordings. So, and that's, it's really fun. No one's so, backing each other. Yeah. 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 Like and that. you know, I've, yeah. I've been, I'm not going to. I'm not going to try to do it here because I'm still like, I sit on my couch and at night when I'm tired and I just like, you know, digga, 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 um, kind of thing because that's kind of his style. Um, he goes digga, digga, digga? Yeah. As in like down up, down up, down up? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's really great. You gotta, you gotta listen to this dude. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, like mostly I have a lot of like living guitar heroes, I guess. Um, I'm really into Susie Gehring's playing. She, she was probably the first old-time guitar mm. player that I listened to super closely. Um, and, and I think, yeah, probably more than... Her, her style probably influenced the way that I play more than, more than anything else. Um, I, I, I haven't heard her, her play. Yeah, she, does, she did a great okay. album with... Um, is it Ray, Raina Gellert's album? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, and it's just the two of them. And the tunes, like, the curation is really on point. It's, it feels like a really unified album. Her guitar is just so tasteful and solid and um, consistent. Um, I'm not consistent in that way because, you know, like I said, crunchy. But um, but yeah, that's those are my those are my like most influential and also most recent guitar interests. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for doing this. Of course, yeah. this is super fun. I'm having a good time playing music. With you. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like playing with both of you. How do people keep up to... You have some stuff coming in the future that people should know about. Oh, yeah. Maybe you'll talk about now or tell people how to know about it later. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, so I'm actually in a honky-tonk band. Good. Um, it's called Red Betty. Um, it's uh, All the musicians are also old-time musicians that, that probably a lot of your listeners would, would know. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. I, I think of folks. Um, well, Joe Hayward, who's here okay. at Clifftop with us, he's an awesome bass player, but he actually plays pedal steel ah, in our right. band. Yeah. And, and Sam Schmidt, who is an awesome fiddle player, but he actually plays lead guitar in our band. And then of course, Nathan Vargo used to play fiddle with us before he moved to Pittsburgh. Um, Boo. yeah, I know. I'm so sad. Good for Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. Good for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we've we've got an EP coming out in October, yeah. and uh, and folks can follow us on Instagram. It's Red Betty underscore Band. Great. Yeah, and it's uh, some some cool original country music that plays with um, common tropes in country music to present a different kind of critique of gender and class. 
Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's really fu- it's really cool. fun being Exciting. in that band, and I hope I hope that everyone um, follows us and enjoys the the project. Tra- traditional songs or or original songs? original songs original songs yeah. playing on the trips. Yes. Yes. Playing on the okay. trips. Yeah. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah. Who, whose songs are these? I, I wrote all, all your. Songs. I wrote most of them. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cool. I can't wait to hear. It. Yeah. Good band name too. Thanks. Yeah. Everyone's always like, who's Betty? I was like... Are you Red? Are you Betty? I'm like, I don't know. Will, will communism <laughs> enter into the music at <laughs> it, some point? It is definitely yeah. my communist alter ego. Okay, very good. <laughs> Villain alter yeah. ego, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpio side coming out there. <laughs> good. Uh, hmm. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, totally. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And, and Clark, thanks Clark, for joining. Oh, yeah. Open invitation... I, I still want to interview you at any point, cool. so let's make it happen eventually. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah. Yeah. What should we do for our final tune? Not counting the bonus track. Obviously, feel free to veto it, but I've got a fun one like midnight. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely. Is it, yeah, we should I definitely play that one. D tune? A tune. Who's tune is this? Dan Geller. Yeah, I just heard Dan Geller play. I think it's from one of those, like, Indiana or Ohio fiddlers. Oh, okay. So I kind of thought it was well, Dan Geller too. He took it. He there are a few fiddlers who said they learned it from. I forget his name. The black fiddler who then recorded who okay. John Summers and people said they learned from. Okay. And Dan Geller said he like recreated it. Into some yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Midnight. Uh, midnight. Yeah. We should. I, I kind of like a one. For I guess like the Missouri chords all the way through. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I think I played it last night, cool, but so. I'll probably have to teach it to myself again. Yeah. Run through it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Actually, yeah, I play this one. Okay. It's kind of like the four chord's too pretty for this tune. Yeah, yeah. It's just not. It's not like a pretty tune. It's like yeah. Well, it's dark and nasty sounding. Yeah. It's, it's called Midnight. You, you are you are the you are the, the featured guest. You do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I have opinions about guitar playing. Yeah. <laughs> the old going to court you on this. <laughs> Sorry, Clark. <laughs> yeah, don't oppress me, bro. <laughs>
<laughs> Red Betty's got an EP release scheduled for October. While you're waiting, make sure to follow them on Instagram at redbetty underscore band, which is linked in the show notes. Support this podcast at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. That's linked in the show notes along with links to my banjo lessons, my old-time trio, Tall Poppy String Band, my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set, and my upcoming D-Tunes Up the Neck Banjo Workshop. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.